I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people think they can do whatever they want, when they want, and the world needs to cater to them. And in this episode, guys, Opie shares a story about her crazy mother who she suspects is trying to get rid of her in the most insane way ever. Guys, I hope you enjoy today's stories. Don't shake your heads too hard. And as always, you can send or link your Reddit post to this email right here. Let's dive in. So I have a slight eating disorder. Some days, I'm not able to eat as much, but I still go out to cafes to try to eat. Sometimes, I'm able to finish the small dishes that I order, and sometimes I can't even get halfway through. I also eat quite slowly, and for this reason, I often like to eat alone. A couple of weeks ago, I was in a cafe, and I spent about an hour eating, but I couldn't finish half of my food. There were two older grandmas sitting at a table near me, and they asked if they could take the rest of my food for the street cats to eat. I was in Istanbul, and in Istanbul, there's a lot of street cats and the culture of people feeding the street cats, which is a very nice thing. So I say to the woman, yes, of course, and I gave them my leftover food. Fast forward to a few days later, and I go to the same cafe again. The two same grandmas are sitting at the same table next to where I sat down, and I said hello, but only one of them bothered to reply. I then order my food and start to eat. While I was eating, I noticed that the only thing the grandmas had on their table was a glass of water, with only a few sips left in it. I also noticed that they kept watching me and eyeing up my food, even at one point asking when I'll be done. After half an hour, I noticed that they had moved their chairs, so they were now looking directly at me. It started to make me feel uncomfortable, and being watched made it even harder for me to eat. The two grandmas still only had one empty glass of water on the table. At this point, I really felt like I was being watched. So I decided I couldn't eat anymore, and I was going directly home after. So I asked the waiter to put the rest of my food in a takeaway box. The moment the two grandmas saw I was finished, one woman demanded my leftover food for the street cats, and the other woman asked the waiter to give them my leftover food. This confirmed what I thought. The woman had stayed at their table for an extra hour ordering nothing from the cafe, and they felt entitled enough to watch me eat for an hour, and then take the rest of my food. If that's not entitlement, I don't know what is. As soon as the waiter told the two ladies that I asked for a leftover bag and I was taking the rest of my food home, the two immediately stand up, gave me a dirty look, and left the cafe. Not only did they make me very uncomfortable, but they took up a valuable table, which the cafe could have had other customers at for a whole hour. While the ladies ordered nothing, and they consumed nothing for an hour. The cafe lost business for a whole hour because two ladies wanted to sit there and watch me eat for an hour, and then entitled themselves to my food. You know, a lot of the comments in the post, guys, do suggest that the two ladies could have been beggars looking for a free meal, and that it's hunger that's driving them to be that entitled. And this person says, I don't know how long you've lived in Istanbul, but there's a lot of elderly people, mostly women, who make it their life's work to care for street animals. They spend what very little money they have on cat food and vet bills for street animals and your leftovers could probably be replaced with about a dollar's worth of dry cat food, and they still probably would have waited an hour for that. 
most likely because that amount mattered to them. Now I'm not saying they were in the right, and I'm sorry you felt uncomfortable, but please try to give the benefit of the doubt to these people. Or even better, ask them if you can help out by paying for some cat food for the neighborhood cats if you have the means. So the past couple of months, my wife has been complaining about my cats. She's been claiming that the cats wake her up constantly, and that she's frustrated, telling me every single night she has to get up to open the door for the cats, or saying that the cats keep making noises, or the cats keep jumping on her while she's sleeping. It got to the point where she started saying that she wants me to get rid of them. I told her I've never seen or heard any of this, but she claims I sleep through it all because I'm a heavy sleeper. She kept telling me that she was getting less and less sleep and kept acting aggressive, blaming the lack of sleep from the cats. And if I don't get rid of the cats, she'd leave me. I legitimately started considering giving up my cats to my sister until I noticed something. One morning, she claimed she had gotten up multiple times throughout the night to help the cats. She then listed a bunch of times, and I thought it was weird because I was up until 4am trying to get to sleep. And she claimed that she got up at 1am to open the door for them, and a few other times around 3 o'clock because they were meowing and jumping all over her. The thing is, I was in the bedroom the entire time she slept, tossing and turning, and I know none of that happened. Things weren't adding up, so I decided to run a test. The next night, I waited until she said she was going to bed, and then I let the cats out of our bedroom and I faked going to sleep. I just laid there in bed the entire night, bored, but I definitely did not fall asleep. I also made sure to make timestamps every 30 minutes on my phone very carefully to not wake her just to be sure. I also marked down every noise my cats made. I noted that one cat had jumped down from something and made a little sound at 3.18am, and one ate food relatively quietly by their bedroom door at 4.57am. Other than that, nothing happened. Sure enough, my wife slept like a log from 11pm to 9am. And that very morning, she claimed that she had woken up at least seven times to open doors for them from cat noises and the cats jumping on her. At this point, I was pissed because she was clearly lying to me. I was exhausted and fed up with the lies, so I bluntly called her out on it. I told her, that's funny, I stayed up all night to monitor the cats, and they weren't even in the room all last night. I have timestamps and everything, you've been lying to me and trying to convince me to get rid of my cats. Why? Hearing me call her out on it, she just sat there quietly shaking and she was looking pissed. She then got up and left without answering. She came back hours later and she ignored me whenever I talked. And when I asked her how I'm the bad guy in the situation, she finally said that I was treating her like a child by lying about sleeping and staying up all night just to see if she was lying or not. And how dare I make timestamps and everything as if I was an investigator. She told me that I was going too far, and that makes me an obsessive a-hole in the situation. I only did it because she was threatening to make me get rid of my cats, or she'd leave me, and her claims did not add up, so am I an obsessive a-hole? Abso-frickin-lutely not, guys. (laughs) And Opie's wife is also manipulative as heck, and tried to gaslight him. Like, if she had issues with the cats, just talk to him like adults, figure out solutions, not give stupid ultimatums, and blatantly lie. So with that said, OP does come back and say why his wife wants to get rid of his cats. 
He writes, I'll be honest, I'm pretty pissed at the reason why she's been so hateful towards my cats. It's absolutely asinine. It's nothing anyone suggested. She's not cheating, she's not sick physically or mentally, and she's not bored of the relationship and looking for an out. So according to her, one of the cats stepped on her laptop and ruined a story she was writing. She's hated both cats ever since. I mean, that sucks, but it's not worth trying to emotionally blackmail me into getting rid of them. I asked her why she didn't just tell me the truth, and why she's been lying, and she refused to talk about it when I asked. Her answer was quite frankly entitled. She says, Because if I didn't do that, you would have never gotten rid of them otherwise. I had to. She also explained that when she saw that I wasn't willing to abandon them for her, she took offense, and she made it a goal to have me pick her over them. It's sickening. I don't know why she actually admitted to it all. I told her it was a nice run, but I'm probably gonna want a divorce. I've seen a new hateful malicious side of her that I want nothing to do with. She was so set on getting rid of my cats over a fanfiction being ruined that she manipulated her own husband. My wife started shouting at me that I've betrayed her and that I'm a piece of scum for choosing animals over her. At least cats don't give ultimatums like she gave. I want my cats safe. I don't want to have to worry about them being harmed or disappearing. Screw that. So I guess I'll do what almost all of you suggested which is keep the cats and rehome the wife. It's not how I wanted it to end, but life isn't always nice. So there you have it, guys. With that update and info, let me know what you think, though. Is this something to get divorced over? Can they work it out? And if you were in OP shoes, I would love to hear what you would do after hearing this update. So tonight, I bring you the tale of my now ex-fiancé getting caught cheating. I'm no longer with him because he cheated on me, and we'll call this bastard Jeff. Some background real quick, I've been with Jeff for a while. Him and I have always been side by side. However, I started getting this odd feeling from him when I got this new job where I worked 9 to 5 p.m. shifts. I was home more, able to see him and be with him more, and I was happier. However, the moment I got the job, Jeff changed instantly. He started hiding his phone from me and he would always turn away from me while he was on it. Even if he wanted to show me something, he would send it instead of showing it to me, and we were right beside each other. Because of this, I changed my phone password because if I can't have his phone information, he can't have mine. It's a two-way street for me. Well, he went to look through my phone one day, and he realized that I changed the password, and he flipped out on me. He yelled, cussed, slammed things around, and accused me of cheating and being with some guy from my new job. I told him I changed my phone password because he changed his and I don't feel comfortable with him being able to have access to my phone whenever he wanted. At that, he got pretty mad at me and stormed off. From this moment on, he began to get obsessive and a little crazy with me. He hated when I went out with friends, and he didn't like it when I talked to my two guy best friends of six years. Now, he never had a problem with this, I will add, but one night, one of them called me because he just got off a Navy tour. The guy was away for three to four months. He always calls me. At that, Jeff flipped out. He demanded that I never talk to him and all my other friends ever again, because they were out to get us. At this point, the thought of him cheating on me was in my head. I was working on moving out, because lucky for me, my big brother's roommate moved out, and he offered for me to move in and take over the roommate's lease. As I was planning this, Jeff cheating on me was confirmed one night in bed. So Jeff pulls up a picture of his coworker, and he says to me, Hey, look how hot she is. At that, I yawned, said cool, and rolled over to go to sleep, and this upset him. He got so mad at me for rolling over and going to bed that he woke me up to talk to me about the girl he showed me. He screams at me saying, I'm trying to show you this girl, and you just ignored me. 
It would be nice if you showed some interest. I was pretty much lost for words, and he says, I just think she's really hot, and you need to start taking care of yourself to look like her. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You need to start eating more salads. I've been struggling with multiple eating disorders since high school, and I finally gained some much-needed weight, and that was his response. At this moment, it took everything in my power to not hit him. The next night, though, he was out with his friends, and I knew he was out with a girl, though. My big brother came over, and he helped me start packing my stuff to move into his place. A month went by, and this continued to go on. Jeff would tell me to make myself prettier, to lose weight, to do squats, and spend thousands of dollars on a boob job. I ended up having my headphones in all the time to ignore him. One night though, I got a message on Facebook from a girl that I haven't spoken to in years. She knows of my relationship with Jeff. She sent me a picture of Jeff and Sarah, the girl he wanted me to look like, walking hand in hand in the city's downtown area. She said he was on a date with the girl and she low-key followed them for a bit. They went to dinner, got ice cream, and he even took her shopping. Everything he never liked to do with me, actually. I told the girl thank you and that she's amazing. When Jeff got home from his dates, he sat on the couch next to me and I sent that picture to him. At that, Jeff freaks out and says, You followed me? I say to him, No, one of my friends saw you. And he says, This is so out of line. You need to apologize to me right now. I did nothing wrong. You followed me downtown and took pictures of me. Are you stalking me? Hearing him say that, I was dumbfounded. I just stared at him and realized that this was the man I'd fallen in love with. This was his true nature, and this is how he'll always be. And even if he didn't cheat, he would show himself as this eventually. I didn't cry, I just sat there staring at him as he insulted me, called me a crazy bitch, and blaming me for everything. He then starts yelling at me to say something, and that's when I sat up and said, here's your ring back, you can keep the apartment, and I moved in with Kevin, my big brother. I then handed him the ring, handed him the key, and I asked him one last thing, which was, was it worth it, Jeff? All these years down the drain, was it worth it? He then looked at me with a straight face, and he told me if I had stayed at the hotel job, and I didn't take this new job, that he wouldn't have gotten caught, and that I should have stayed at the hotel if I really loved him, so he could continue this affair behind my back. At that, I just nod my head and walked out of the apartment and drove to my big brother's. I live with him now. It's been five months since I left Jeff. I ended up casually dating a man that I never thought I would date. And to say the least, he's treated me better in one date than Jeff ever did in four years. Jeff has seen us out at the bars, and this resulted in obsessive and frantic phone calls, but now he's been blocked. 
he won't dare do anything because my boyfriend is six foot nine and he's drenched in tattoos. I'm very happy now. And that's the story of how Jeff and I ended, and he turned into a crazy entitled a-hole. Yeah, all I can say is good frickin' riddance. Opie dodged a bullet there. And listen, I've read a lot of posts about cheaters, and guys, the mental gymnastics that that idiot was trying to pull on her was absolutely insane. If you had kept your night shift and you didn't change jobs to spend more time with me, I never would have been caught cheating on you. How dare you? Like, what in the world? That is some next-level stuff right there, guys. Okay, so on to the last post of this episode. Guys, I need to throw out a disclaimer for this last post, because it is a darker story that OP shares about her mom's relationship with her, and how she's mistreated her whole life, and what her mom is currently doing to her. So if that's not something you'd care to hear about right now, and if it might ruin your mood and your day listening to something like this, you might want to click away and listen to another crazy Karen story. With that said, we're diving into the last post, guys, and it is pretty crazy. Okay, so it's really hard for me to share this with you, but I really need to get it out there to check if I'm going insane. I've got nobody in my life to talk to about this, and if I did, it would always find its way back to my mom. So here's some background story. I've never had a good relationship with my parents, but it got particularly bad when I started puberty. My mental health started to worsen rapidly, leading me to get hospitalized multiple times. When I was 14 years old, I pleaded to get taken out of their home because I simply couldn't take any of it anymore. I was placed into a group home for young girls, and I started to get way better when I was there. Even though I never felt wanted or welcomed at my home, my mother always demanded I move back home. But I never agreed. So a little bit about my mother is she's very controlling and very entitled. Everything has to be her way or no way. She's always tried to influence me as much as possible, and I only kept in contact with her because I didn't want to lose my siblings. So fast forward to this year. Child services can't take care of me anymore because I'm legally an adult now. I've also just lost my job, so I had nowhere to go. I'm not able to fully stand on my own two feet, so I had no choice but to move back in with my mom. She divorced my dad in 2017, so it's only her and my siblings at home now. So here's the current situation, and this is where the scary stuff starts. I think my mom hates me to the point that she's trying to get rid of me. When I first moved in back home, everything went surprisingly well at first. My mom acted very nice towards me, but I couldn't get rid of the feeling that it was all fake. It just didn't seem genuinely authentic. A few weeks after I moved in, she told me about some new herbal supplements she was taking and about their great effects. She seemed very enthusiastic about it, and I didn't think anything bad of it, so I agreed when she asked me to take them, after pushing them on me for a while. The pill she forced me to take had a weird taste to them, but she explained that it was just very strong herbal essences. Not long after I started taking these meds, I began to feel weird. I just felt strangely sick all day, and I could barely eat or drink without gagging. Also, my stomach started to hurt really badly, and I got diarrhea, so I thought it was abdominal influenza. I wanted to go to the doctor about it, but my mom made me stay home, demanding that she would take care of me. Honestly, I was quite happy because she used to never care for me when I was sick, and I felt like it was a genuine act of love. She gave me more of her supplements to treat my stomach problems, but it really didn't help. I started to get the feeling that something was up with her supplements, because it all started once I began using them. When I confronted my mom about it, she got really mad at me for not trusting her with these pills, and she made me feel guilty as heck. So that's when I decided to secretly stop using the pills by spitting them out once she wasn't looking at me anymore. After a while after that, I began to feel better again. 
When I lied and told her that my body must have gotten used to those pills and their side effects, she for some reason didn't seem happy about it. And that's the scary part. I think she knows what's in the pills, and how it should affect my body, and here's the current situation I'm in. I suspect she might be poisoning me, and here's more reason why. Number 1. A few years ago, there was an incident where she made me, my sister, and my dad drink diluted chlorine. She gave us the drink claiming it was some kind of health supplement. It made our throats sore, caused extreme sickness, and stomach aches to all of us. It also led to my sister's hospitalization because she was so sick and dehydrated. When my dad confronted her and demanded to know what it was, she finally admitted to feeding us chlorine because she heard it was healthy in small diluted doses. He didn't report her, and luckily, my sister didn't suffer any long-term consequences. Number two, she's told a few family members on different occasions that she would not mind my death right in front of me. She was just sick of me, and all the stuff I made the family go through by leaving them. If she didn't mind my death, maybe she would take it a step further and help the cause. It really does seem like she wants to get rid of me, despite the fact that she's always tried to get me to move back home. Number three, she's really invested in me taking those supplements. She always makes sure that I pop them into my mouth and take them right in front of her eyes. That's despite the fact that she never really cared about my health in the past. Also, again, she seems to be upset about me getting better. I just don't know what to make of all this. I really don't want to believe that my own mother could try to get rid of me. But at the same time, I don't know what this woman is capable of. I can't move out right now because I have no job and no money. I really hope it's all a coincidence and that I'm just being paranoid. I really want to believe that my mother finally started to love me after all these years, even though it's very unlikely. Also, I'm the only one who's taking these pills. My siblings are not, and I'm really hoping to get advice from everybody. Yeah, so my advice is to get away from that psychopath and go directly to the cops. Like, making your own family drink diluted bleach, feeding your kids these weird pills. I can see why the marriage with OP's dad didn't last. He probably knew something was up with her. OP also comes back with an update that says, here's what happened since. I don't take those pills anymore, but I pretend to continue as if I've not noticed anything. The day after my last post, my mom made me dinner, and naive as I am, I thought she was being nice. After a few bites of the goulash, I noticed something weird I was biting on. It turns out, there were small pieces of broken glass in my meal. I confronted her, and she pretended that she had no idea how those got in there. She then made up something about her breaking a vase, and accidentally leaving some broken pieces on the work surface trying to make it all seem like it was an accident, and I was being a bitch about it. This situation made me realize that she was probably gonna go much further if I don't get out of the situation on time. So that night, I packed up most of my precious belongings and I left the house. I took the train to my cousin's place, who lives in a city two hours away from us. Since then, I've actually found a part-time job as a hairstylist. My mom has been furious when she found out I was gone, so I told her that I wanted to visit my cousin spontaneously and that I'm just on vacation at her place. So that's what's been going on, if anyone cares. So yeah, let's never go back to mom's house again, okay? (laughs) Guys, like, I'm not only worried about OP, but her siblings as well, as that woman does seem a little bit unhinged. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled people. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. I hope you didn't shake your heads too hard. And if you're not subscribed, consider subscribing because these stories are just gonna get crazier. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, it's an r slash I don't work here, lady where a raging Karen lies about Ovi attacking her because she won't serve her. Guys, go check it out if you haven't, and myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. 
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.